Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get the good newsletter. All the news they don't want you to hear and more. Let's get around big tech with the good newsletter. Stay in touch. Go to justinbarclay.com slash good news. That's justinbarclay.com slash good news. Get the good news today. And the governor vetoed it. So we know we have the votes of every single Republican in the House and the Senate. And so it is vital that we get them done as soon as possible so that this can make sure that especially the 2024 election, that these four issues that are the most critical. We just had this election summit in uh, Detroit this last weekend. Uh, It was a sold out affair and it was fantastic. But I got to tell you, what we witnessed with that was these were the four issues. Photo ID is popular by over 80 percent of all Americans. Did you know that over 73 percent of Americans believe that none of this foreign money like Zuckerberg should infiltrate our elections? So we together are going to accomplish this because just like with Unlock Michigan, we the people did that ourselves and we don't have to wait on the, uh, the, the a governor to be able to sign this. We want to get this done in 2022, and you can do it for us. It's the reason the extra resources came is because we are close, but we can't have 350,000 signatures or they are going to find every one they can to throw out and will come up short. We need 500,000 signatures, and with your help in this next two weeks with nine signatures on a page, your friends, your family, your neighbors, your coworkers from church, just mark down right now those people. Already we had people sending pictures and posting pictures on their social media that they got the envelope yesterday. So they are going to be receiving them through this week and probably early next week. We just need them turned around in 2020, 20 to 20, 24 to 20, 48 hours if possible so that we can get these turned in by June 1st. It's securemivote.org, securemyvote.org. If you haven't gotten it or don't get, you can go online, it looks like, and find out more information. But uh, how can folks get them if they aren't going to get them in the mail or they don't get them? Debbie's asking about that. Can somebody go and, and request uh, to, to pass some of these out? They can ask yet, I believe, uh, at the same uh, uh, email address at the misecurevote.org uh, uh, or com. I can't remember which it is. But uh, if they do ask there, they may still be able to send some out. But with this 540000 going in the mail, and I got to believe if you're on any list, you're probably going to get one. Uh, there also are some available through the, uh, the various GOP offices. I know Kent County GOP and several of the others have petition sheets there. Also, any stand-up Michigan chapter that's in your area, they all have them available as well. So you could find a local chapter that you might be able to uh, uh, connect with. And there are events going on uh, throughout the weekend. I see Perry Johnson's doing a Secure My Vote uh, uh, event this weekend as well. So uh, just continue to look uh, through your social media and you should find locations to be able to sign. Got another question here from Diana. Will these signatures be in addition to petitions that they've already signed or should they sign? Well, th- that's kind of a good question. If they've already signed one, should they sign another one? What what uh, what what does that look like? Well, the only the only people that really should sign again uh, are those that you that know they signed the very first few weeks back in October of 2021, as this came out. 
because those fig signatures dropped off. We can't submit those because it's a 180-day window of collection of signatures. So basically what we got in October, which wasn't a large amount from what I understand, those signatures will not be submitted. It will be the ones from later in November through the end of May, which will be that 180-day that window. So um, if you know you signed early, then go ahead and sign uh, again, however, you can only sign once. We can only accept once. They do run these through a machine to make sure as best as possible we don't have duplicates. What I would suggest, though, is circulating one. So when you get this in the mail, even though you've signed, it's irrelevant. Sign the bottom and find nine people who haven't signed because I can promise you in a matter of one hour going to the places you go every day, you can find nine people who have not signed to secure my vote. And this does not matter if you're Republican or Democrat. These are hugely popular mm -hmm. issues that are going to secure our elections, and everybody should care about that. Uh, Sherry wants to know if you have a drop-off location in Genesee County. Uh, we we should, yes. As a matter of fact, um, uh, if you want to look up your, your stand-up Michigan Genesee County uh, chapter, um, you can also email me at Ron A, Ron A at StandUpMichigan.com, and I will put you in touch uh, with some people out of Genesee County. As a matter of fact, um, uh, I'm going to be in Shiawassee County today on a teacher's event over there. There'll be petitions available at the Shiawassee County Courthouse. But there are meetings going on in Genesee County, so you should easily be able to drop something off there for sure. Ron, can you show what it, what it's going to look like again? I know we did that quickly on the on the air, but sure can. for so people that are getting it. is going to be this one right here. It says election integrity alert from Ron Armstrong. Uh, when you look at the details of it, it does say that it is an election integrity project. The inside letter is a letter from the desk of Ron Armstrong and signed by me, and it explains to you basically that uh, the Democrats are doing everything they can to basically continue to steal our elections, and what can we do about it? And the backside of the letter has the instructions step-by-step step, for you to fill out a petition sheet. And literally, uh, you can do this so easily even though you may not have ever done it and the petition sheet is included and there is a box at the top that says volunteer signature gatherer you have to check that box and then remember each petition only can have one county so your petition sheet needs to have these signatures be from a single county of your choosing in order to turn in these nine signatures here and all they need is their name their address just like they would if they were going to vote and remember this other area here, which has a date. That's the date they sign. Remember, not your birth date. And you fill out the information down here on the bottom, which is you are the circulator. Same information, again, as you would if you were signing. Fold that baby up, put it in the envelope, uh, put a stamp on it, and send it back. It'll arrive back in Lansing and get counted. And uh, we need basically you know, forty or 50,000 citizens in Michigan to get eight or nine signatures and just do the math. Uh, that would add another couple hundred thousand signatures, and we will turn these in, and we will we will make history again because we'll have accomplished two petition initiatives. We are this close, but this one matters so much because everyone who's on here I know continues, just like Christina did, to complain about election integrity and how they stole the election and all the things they did. All we're asking for you is a signature or for an hour of your time, less time than it's taken to listen to this program, to get a number of signatures, turn them in, and we can celebrate securing our elections in a very big way. And we can do that literally by the first week of June. You just made a good point, too, that I think we need to make sure is clarified. If you get one of these in the mail or you get one, period, you're going to circulate them, like Ron's asking you to do. It has to be limited to one county. 
all the signatures. Yes, each petition sheet has a county listed. Uh, you have to put in a county right here. Mm -hmm. When you put in that county, all the signatures on this sheet have to be from a single county. Yeah. So you pick your county of choice and then find nine people from your own county. And I would say, do your own, yeah. find your neighbors, find your family. You know what? I actually realized I have nine family members and nine people very close to me that I haven't had signed yet. So I'm taking mine and I'm having him sign. And I do this all the time. So I know we all have people around us. We just need, like we did before. Remember we had 40,000 citizen circulators. That's how we got Unlock Michigan done. What we need is, again, is we need 40,000 people out there to say, I'm going to get my nine. I'm going to spend one hour securing our elections for the future so we won't have not only anything to complain about, but we can hold those accountable uh, in, in elections moving forward. Jocelyn Benson, the Democrats, do not want this to happen. They do not want secure elections. They do not want photo ID. They do not want uh, – they want to be able to mail absentee applications unsolicited. They want this foreign money because these are coming through progressive organizations, and they are literally funding nonprofits to help steal these elections. Mm. We can take back all of those things in, in that control. The legislature will sign it. It will become law. It bypasses the governor's veto. And together, we can make our elections more secure. Yeah. Ron, I appreciate it. You come back next week and give us an update on this uh, so folks know we can continue the push. That's great. One last thing. When you do get this in the mail, post this up on your Facebook page or your social media so other people will watch for it to encourage them to do the same. In case they aren't listening here, I'll have some other videos circulating to remind people as well. But we all need to do our part. And two weeks from now, we'll have a big celebration. Judy asked, do they have to be registered voters? Yes. Registered to voters, absolutely, because remember, this is just like voting. You are like going in and signing your name, so you do need to be a registered voter to sign the petition. Yeah, so my dog, and now this is uh, this is, this is not how Biden would have done it, but my dog cannot yeah. vote is what you're saying it, it or sign no, a petition. If, yeah, and you can't get in your car and sign your names nine times on oh. the sheet either. That doesn't work unless you're a Democrat. So. Wow, yeah. Uh, all right, Ron, thank you. Keep up the fight. Always appreciate it, my friend. All right. No problem. Thank you very much, Justin. Have you a great go. day, everybody. God bless. Ron Armstrong. All right, folks, we will get the official start here kicked off of the after show. Stand by. Lots of big news today. After show, it's the show after the show. That's why we call it the after show, folks. Always a pleasure. Make sure you share this if you're listening to a podcast, no matter where you get your podcast, or maybe you're watching the behind the scenes live stream. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, and Getter, and also on my website, justinbarclay.com. If you go to the after show page section, you will see. The video and the streaming audio that's happening right now on the page. And if you listen after it's been live, it'll all be archived there for you. Tim said, can dead people sign? Oh, no, no. This is a, this is a, an up and up. Uh, if it were, you know, if it were Biden, it would be. It would be a completely different story, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, wanted to make sure you had some solution-focused stuff today, but folks, we got lots to talk about, lots to cover. Let's try and see if we can nail some of this down here. I've got another story. We told you about on the big show the news that 
the 2000 Mules movie is going to be released nationwide. Really interesting move. Um, now, these companies that want to do these you know, mainstream releases probably weren't willing to work with Dinesh on this movie, and then they saw how many people watched it and how much money the movie made, and they decided, oh, maybe we should get involved in this. And so they did. Uh, that's happening this weekend, 2000mules.com, where you can go online and find out where you can see that. But I wanted to show you this, too. Candace Owens has a release coming. She spoke with the people that lived with and were closest to George Floyd before his death. Spoke to Derek Chauvin's mother. She said, at long last, the truth has caught up with the lie. One week away before she releases this to the public, telling the other side of the story that you won't hear anywhere else. Marking, five, take one. This was the second time he exhibited that behavior, yeah. 11 months earlier. Mark. I've never been so hurt inside. And even as I'm speaking to you right now, it's starting to come back. This is an autonomous zone. 23 out of 24 hours in a cell. No TV, no magazines, no books, no nothing. So anytime a customer brings a counterfeit bill, and you see we have plenty of them, we tell them, hey, this is counterfeit. If the customer insists, then we call the police. How did you feel watching the trial? I thought it was a sham. All right, so I just want to start it with just you stating your name for the record, as well as your professional background. I have been a police officer in the state of Minnesota for almost four decades. Forensic criminologist and certified medical investigator and police practices expert. There's some good moments here. Like, we lived together almost, uh, I guess, about four and a half years, almost five years. So you guys, in, in many ways, were some of the people that were the closest to him. And I don't remember seeing your faces on the news or anybody talking to you. So I guess let's just start with that. You guys knew him best. So who was George Floyd? She's right. We haven't told our side of the story. Maybe it's time for us to tell our story, you know? That's powerful. That'll be coming out in about a week. And if you want to see it, um, of course, Candace has got different ways to do it, but you can go to thegreatestlie.com, thegreatestlie.com. What, uh, what a powerful story. And, folks, again, this is going to sound an extremist. This is going to sound crazy, but I believe you ought to have all of the information. That's how we get to the truth. You have all of the information, and then you can decide. I believe you ought to have the best information you can have so that you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Especially in this last uh, case, not just Floyd, but now we have the uh, the newest, Benjamin Crump and Al Sharpton out. They are out right now in the streets 
pounding the pavement, trying to get people whipped up into a frenzy in Grand Rapids here in West Michigan with the death of Patrick Leolia, a man that we know. And thank God the truth was coming out and, and is continuing to come out. It was four times the legal limit when he was pulled over. Four times the legal limit when he decided to run from police. Four times the legal limit when he decided to fight with police. Four times the legal limit when almost when he when he decided to grab the police officer's taser at that point and threaten his life. The truth needs to come out. And as always, uh, as I as I mentioned this before, it, it's not guaranteed to be on demand. The truth isn't guaranteed that you're going to have answers right away. That's why we have something in our system called due process. That's why that due process is so important. We must allow for the system to work itself out. We must allow for all of the information to come forward, for people to come forward. It's imperative. Four times the legal limit. We never would have known that. Patrick, uh, that's how we know, by the way, when folks like Crump and Sharpton and some of these people in the in the city. Yeah, four times the legal limit by 8 a.m., Ruth, is correct. By 8 a.m. So you see the rush to judgment. They wanted video released. Then they wanted the police officer charged. They still want him charged. They want him fired, never again to be able to be a police officer. His record has come out, and it's absolutely spotless. You need to have you need to have due process in order to get to the truth. Because the opposite, what we see in this case, and unfortunately, I think what we saw in the situation with George Floyd, and how many people died in the riots, in the aftermath of the lies, during an election here. It's important to know. And here we find ourselves in yet another, where we're constantly being pulled back and forth. Price of gas is through the roof. Bidenflation continues. We're divided yet again at any and all opportunities. Now the latest is with abortion. But they have been wrong since day one, wrong since day one on inflation. In fact, if you listen to what Democrats said, they said that this inflation was transitory. They said that this inflation was temporary. They said, oh, it'll go away soon. We're just getting things back together on our feet here. And, of course, eventually this will all get cleaned up. They lied since day one. That's what they do. I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. <laughs> transitory. And the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected 
and are expected to be temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. It's un- highly unlikely that's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. I don't know anybody who's worried about inflation. Over the last couple of months, uh, we actually saw it trended downward. President Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, enthusiastically retweeted an economist who had said in part most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chains, etc., are high-class problems. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, the number one thing that the president can do is... You know why? You know why that was hilarious, by the way? Because there was no plan to increase oil production. He asked in a very sincere and honest way because that's the solution that was obvious to everyone that we needed. Energy independence. Instead, she laughed because it's never been the plan. In fact, as we hear now, we could be suffering through blackouts even in Michigan because we just don't have enough electricity this summer. Let's go back to 2020 and remember what Biden said then. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline infrastructure? Yes. And, new pipeline. And, and, exactly. and... No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. Yeah. They don't care how many people they hurt. They don't care what it all looks like. You know, John Kerry out there, the climate czar, John Kerry, ketchup John Kerry, the ketchup king. He's married to the the heir of the Heinz fortune. Ketchup king John Kerry is out there. Talking about how we're all going to move over to electric cars. We're all going to be plugging our Teslas in by 2035. Only electric cars by 2035. And this comes as Michigan says, we don't even have enough energy for right now for what we get that we're dealing with this summer. Ketchup King on the run yesterday. The United States of America, President Biden, has made a commitment that the entire power sector of our nation, one of the largest producers of power in the world, is going to be carbon free by 2035. 20. We're only going to have electric vehicles if we meet our goal by 2035. Wow, 2035. <sighs> That's right, folks. Gas prices are high on purpose because they want you switching over to the EV. They want you switching over to the electric vehicle. Everything running on gas, but not gas anymore, but of course, wind, solar, and unicorn farts. Somebody mentioned, as I talked about division and distraction, somebody mentioned, and I thought uh, was right to do so, what about the alien, the alien distraction that's happening right now? Good point. 
In fact, uh, right now, <laughs> I don't know if you saw Adam Schiff. Can you you can't make this stuff up? Adam Schiff was the one who was the chairman of the uh, of the uh, the uh, the committee that was that was doing the alien hearings yesterday. But uh, <laughs> there's a whole other alien invasion we should be concerned about, folks. In fact, how about these latest numbers? These are the latest numbers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I just gave you some earlier for gas, but the, the, the Border Patrol now confirming 234,088 illegal immigrants encountered crossing the border in April. Those are the ones we encountered that we know about. How many others we don't know about? Biden's border crisis now officially the worst at the border on record, including 14 straight months of encounters above 150,000. There are now somewhere like 2,000 coming each day, and they are a very close very close to um, getting rid of Title 42. That's what we're hearing today. In fact, I think Mayorkas is out there um, it, it telling people that, hey, we've got to get Border Patrol ready. We're going to get rid of Title 42. It's over. And then the swell will come. It will come like never before. It will come like we've never seen in ways we've never seen. It is very important to note that while, of course, we are preparing for the end of Title 42, based on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's decision, that it will end on May 23rd, that it is very Judy important. Judy said, I thought you were talking about the uh, little green aliens. I was. That was the initial distraction by the, the real aliens that we need to be concerned about is the invasion on the on the southern border. Do you notice that we're sending $40 billion to the Ukraine to secure their border? But Congress, they couldn't be bothered. They didn't want to spend any money to secure our very own border, the southern border. Even Elon Musk is out there criticizing the president. Do you, do you see, or excuse me, the resident? Do you see what he he said the other day? He said that he he said Biden, not the real president. And he might be onto something. Check it out. Elon Musk suggests Biden isn't the real president. What he said was, the person who controls the teleprompter is. The real president is whoever controls the teleprompter, Musk said of Biden. The path to power is the path to the teleprompter. 
Holy moly. It's obvious. It's obvious. Let's see what else is out there. I got a Rona report. You want some of that? Let me give you a Rona report. Some stories you won't want to miss today. Some stories you definitely won't hear anywhere else. From the high priest to health himself, St. Anthony of Wuhan, Mr. Busta. That's right, the resident. Oh, my, oh, my. I got to say a couple of these stories for tomorrow, but how about this? This is something. Higher COVID infection rates among jabbed children. Well, this comes as they have... um, think the FDA, what, approved yesterday? Another dose, another booster for kids 5 to 11. It's like nobody pays attention to the, to, to the, to the facts, to the stories. You're just not, you're, you're not getting any of this information. Well, this came out and I thought, wow, I think same day, in fact. Higher COVID infection rates among jabbed children than unjabbed. So they want another booster for the kids. And I told you about the data we saw yesterday. The, the, the boosters, whatever they are, they, they wane. Death rates are higher among the jabbed. These are really interesting situations. And you're not allowed to talk about any of this, number one. But number two, they're, they're, they're okaying further boosters for kids 5 to 11, but they just refuse to pay attention to this. Higher infection rates for kids who are jabbed than the unjabbed. According to the data released by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, it's a CDC data, by the way. Say, Put the tinfoil hat away for a moment. This is CDC data. Higher rates, case rates, have been recorded among fully jabbed children than the unjabbed in the age group 5 to 11 since February. On February 12th, CDC reported a weekly case rate of 250.02 per 100,000. In the fully jabbed children, ages 5 to 11, compared to 245.82 for unjabbed. Now, if it's safe and effective, should that be? Should that be? And if it's not effective... They've told us, of course. But if it's not effective, folks, is it safe? These are questions you you and I ought to be allowed to ask. It is America, after all. CNN reporting, about three-quarters of all COVID-19 deaths have been among seniors. Last week, Biden uh, offered a proclamation marking the million deaths in order to American flag to fly at half-staff. Yesterday, the White House announced uh, U.S. households are now able to get an, an additional eight free at-home tests. Oh, goody. That, 
That's wonderful. What am I going to do with those? The constant testing, especially among people who aren't sick, they want they want cases up higher. It sounds like why why would they want cases up higher? I'm sure it has nothing to do with that election that's coming. Oh, man, oh, man. The New York Times reporting House Democrats gave to reporters a report on congressional investigation into a jab manufacturing plant that started having problems back in February 2021. In April, the manufacturer admitted, this is of 21, to federal officials that 25 million safe and effective, safe and effective, doses had been contaminated it was finally ordered closed in november and 400 million more safe and effective doses of the j and j jab were ordered destroyed due to poor quality control but you didn't probably hear much about this did you Hmm. it may be the most important story you didn't hear about a story immediately swept into the file 13 bin right into the trash A story in the New York Times headline, Emergent, that's the company, hit evidence of COVID vaccine problems at plant, report says. The timing of the report's release is also quite interesting. It was released on Tuesday, May 10th. Just a few days earlier, on Thursday, May 5th, the CDC, quote, strictly limited the J&J jab to people at highest risk. Hmm. Allegedly because of months-old reports of half a dozen non-fatal blood clots, which the CDC cleared after a short pause at the time. Now, whether it's, and and by the way, there's more bad news in, in this report, but whether it's this jab or another, we have more and more cases of people with blood clots and stroke that just haven't been answered. They haven't been, these serious questions haven't been answered. In coffee and COVID, uh, Jeff Childers writes, back in 2020, Emergent, a well-established biodefense manufacturer, got a $628 million contract to make J&J and AstraZeneca jabs, but problems at Emergence Baltimore plant were well-known even before it got the contract to make the safe and effective drugs. The Times obtained an email between federal Operation Warp Speed officials from as early as June 2020, noting that reliance on the Baltimore plant would raise, quote, key risks and the site would, quote, have to be monitored closely. Spoiler alert, he says. It wasn't monitored closely. A different June 2020 email between Emergent executives expressed internal concerns about the plant's problems. Emergent's tops, a manufacturing manager, wrote the company's CEO saying, quote, of all the things we have to deliver on Operation Warp Speed, the thing that keeps me up at night is overall perception of state of quality quality systems At Bayview, room to improve is a huge understatement. The House reported note that uh, noted that Trump, the Trump OWS officials, even told the FDA in 2020 about their concerns about emergent. So the FDA had plenty of warning. 
Later in November 2020, email from outside, an outside quality consultant told Emergent that there were serious problems at the plant, stating plainly, ultimately Emergent, quote, ultimately Emergent will have to decide what level of risk they are willing to accept. But this is one of those where you really better listen to me and do exactly what I tell you to. I am stating very loudly that this work is non-CGMP compliant and a direct regulatory risk. Then, this is so insane, in February 2021, employees at the plant yanked yellow warning tags, stuck to contaminated, they took off warning tags, yellow warning tags stuck to contaminated batches and relabeled vials right before an FDA inspection. Then after the inspection was finished, they allegedly put the tags back on after federal officials left. The House report says that the senior emergent executives knew about the switcheroo, so it wasn't just some awful idea the plant workers came up with. House investigators wrote that despite... This is a congressional report, folks. It, it, it's, a, it's, it's a congressional report. It's not like somebody is making this up with a tinfoil hat on somewhere. No. This is information we know. House investigators wrote, despite this apparent attempt to impede oversight and despite the FDA noting other serious quality concerns, the FDA still granted leniency to immersion and allowed the badly run plant to continue making millions of doses of the safe and effective vaccines. What's wild to me is that they allowed this type of just ridiculous incompetence to run rampant with the jabs. But they won't let Abbott get up and running until people beg their Congress people to get this FDA red tape cleared. That's literally what had to happen with the baby formula shortages. Emergent got about $450 million before its contract was terminated. According to Yahoo News... It received another $320 million severance payment when it, its contract was ended for cause. So, so they, got the, they got paid even though they were potentially harming people and knew it. It actually made more money by screwing up. Since only $180 million more was to be paid under the terminated deal, the House report stresses that no contaminated doses were released to the public. Oh, oh, sure. As if they could possibly know that. In testimony before Congress, Dr. Peter Marks, the FDA's Director for Biologics Evaluation and Research, explained, shame on us for thinking that emergence experience in manufacturing would mean they would be able to move ahead and make the vaccines in a high-quality manner that we would expect for an experienced vaccine manufacturer. Uh-huh. Representative Carolyn Maloney, Chairwoman of the committee, she's a Democrat from New York on oversight and reform, announced inexperienced staff and high staff, high staff turnover contributed to vaccine contamination. Emergence business practices are simply unacceptable, and I urge the federal government to carefully consider future tra- contracts in light of emergence failures. It's definitely, whatever it is, it's definitely not the government's fault. Jeff uh, writes in the newsletter, Coffee and COVID, why is this so? This story so important? 
because it sheds light on how the safe and effective jabs make their way to citizens' arms. Here are the facts. One, about the jab-making process. One, manufacturing quality is almost entirely left up to independent drug-making companies. Two, in fact, we've got one of them here in Grand Rapids. It's independent. I think they make Pfizer or Moderna, one of the two. Uh, number two, federal regulators who inspect, quote, inspect the jab-making plants can identify obvious safety problems. Three, manufacturers easily hide safety problems from regulators. Four, there are no processes to test vaccines for quality standards randomly or otherwise. Five, federal regulators routinely ignore credible reports of safety problems. Six, it can take over a year to shut down a plant even after massive problems are self-reported. Seven, the FDA grants leniency to vaccine makers having known contamination in the vaccines. Number eight, severance payments for contracts terminated due to poor quality control create incentives for bad behavior. Number nine, media downplays major problems with the vaccines and focuses on the loss of doses rather than ask obvious questions about how quality for the mandated drugs is ensured across the board. Ten. Major vaccine problems are not disclosed by federal regulators until long after the fact. And 11, it takes a congressional investigation to get a bad plant shut down. The regulators apparently won't do it, as in the FDA. The people we're supposed to trust, remember the experts, follow the science, trust the experts. Folks, this is just scratching the surface. It's not just J&J. Back in November of 2021, the British medical journal BMJ issued a report titled COVID-19 Researcher Blows the Whistle on Data Integrity Issues in Pfizer's Vaccine Trial. You probably remember this whistleblower. We carried her story. Ventavia Research Group. I believe it was Brooke Jackson involved in that. She said, I can't tell you how many dosing errors occurred at Ventavia. This was easily corrected in the on-site trial documents by simply noting that there was a transcription error. A serious question. How many of these major safety signals have to occur before we halt all jabs? Now think about the White House's announcement this week that may they may have to ration all jabs because Congress won't approve another $10 billion. $10 billion, that is. More coincidence? Also, on May 10th, ABC News ran a story headline, Breakthrough Deaths com uh, Comprise Increasing Proportion of Those Who Died From... COVID-19 breakthroughs. It's a new term. We already had breakthrough cases. Now they've coined breakthrough deaths, a handy euphemism for catastrophic failure of the safe and effective drugs. ABC reported that its analysis of federal data showed that in August of 2021, only about 18.9% of COVID deaths were among the jabbed. But six months later, by February 2022, a proportion of jab breakthroughs Deaths, that is, had leapt to over 40%.
How could this happen? It's weird, isn't it? Think about it. They told us at first, you won't even get it if you have one of these. You won't spread it if you have one of these. And then eventually all that started to crumble and they say, no, 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 it's it's still safe and effective. You may still get it. You may still spread it, but at least you won't die. You won't be hospitalized. You won't die. Now we're hearing there's such a thing as breakthrough deaths, 40%. Well, you remember we told you the data we had from, from Britain and from Israel and some of these places, the people that were dying were the jabbed. It is information you won't hear anywhere else. Good news, though. Dr. Fauci. Possibly the best reason, giving people possibly the best reason to vote for Trump again in 2024. He announced this week that he'll quit if Trump gets reelected. Okay. There you have it. <laughs> oh, folks. We got to laugh at some of this stuff. You know, some of it is just too sad. We have to laugh at some of it. We got to find our sense of humor. That's what we'll do. Picking up the pieces. I want to say thank you to the folks at PatriotSwitch.com helping make this program possible, the after show, and, of course, everything we do. Many, many are making the switch. Over 2 million shoppers a month making the switch with PatriotSwitch.com. Switch from the big box stores. Switch from the woke conglomerates. Switch from all these companies that don't have your best interest at heart. They want all these crazy political causes, these things, to be mainstream Look at some of the products some of these stores are selling. See the latest with Target? I mean, it's incredible. Switch to the folks who are patriotic. They're patriots themselves. Switch to American Made. A store and, of course, factory that won't sell out. When you go to PatriotSwitch.com, put your name and your email and your cell phone in. You'll find out along with uh, clicking. How did you hear about us? Click my name, Justin Barkley. You'll find out how you can start to make the switch along with the rest of us. We've made a switch. Our family has for the last three months, and i got to tell you, we absolutely love it. Not only do we love what we're buying, the quality of the products that we buy, but here's the other thing that we love. We love the fact that we're no longer taking our hard-earned dollars and spending them, giving them to people that don't care about us, in fact, probably hate us. I say it, it's like this. You got a gun pointed at your head, and every day we buy from them, we give them more bullets to put in that gun that's pointed right at our head. Take the bullets out. It's time to start voting with our dollars. And you can make a difference. Together, we can all make a difference. PatriotSwitch.com. That's PatriotSwitch.com. Thanks again, folks. Back tomorrow on Programming Note, Friday... I'm off, so there won't be a broadcast. There won't be a program Friday, but I'll be back Monday, God willing, and, of course, be here right with you. Be back here tomorrow morning, too, at 9.06, God willing, right here with you. In the meantime, yes, we'll cover more on the WHO. The story continuing to develop. We talked about it yesterday. 
Uh, there are a growing number of voices that are concerned and talking out about it. And, of course, you need to hear about what is happening with the WHO. Biden administration wants them to have complete control and take over our sovereignty. Some say it's possible. And, of course, that vote that happens the 22nd through the 28th is when it will take place. And some say, yeah, nothing to worry about here because it's completely unconstitutional. We'll try and get you the facts on all of it as we continue. Back tomorrow morning. Make it a great day. God bless. Things are heating up. Yep, summer's on the way. Hey, it's Justin Barkley for ProTech Heating and Cooling. And yes, it's time to get your AC in shape. Don't get caught off guard when that first blast of heat hits us. For a limited time, get $200 off any install done by Memorial Day or $400 off any furnace and air package by Memorial Day. Tell them Justin Barkley sent you. Visit ProTechGR.com or call 616-453-5000. For the folks I trust, ProTech Heating and Cooling. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.